Hey folks, welcome to episode 91 of Biomast. Uh, it's kind of an, it, it, this is one of these shows that we have on occasion where there is no lack of news. Uh, we, we we started the podcast basically to cover a lot of the CCP Games products that that we all that we all played came from inside the game community of uh, CCP from either Eve, Dust, and and so forth. And so we created a, a uh, you know this podcast to cover that. It's been kind of a whirlwind, whirlwind ride, and we are still riding it, so we're not going anywhere. But this is we uh, we do have a lot of uh, fairly significant news moving forward in terms of the future of uh, some of the CCP games, in particular Dust 514, which actually brought most of us together. The kind of niche first-person shooter game uh, on the PS3. Uh, there's been an announcement that obviously it is going to be no more come May, I believe. So uh, we've got we've got several things to kind of kick off on the show to show to hit that. But we're going to do some intros and we're going to talk through some of the impacts and sort of how we found out about it and kind of what it means going forward. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and knock out some introductions. Uh, Zell. I'm Sarai Zell. Um, I was on the CPM1. I am a co-host here on the show. I am an editor on the blog, and um, I am occasionally a fan of uh, movies and things, and I will go see Deadpool on Friday. I already have my exact seats pre-purchased. Um, You're Skyline the Patriot. Bait. Hey, everybody. What's up? I am Awa Bait. I am a member of the uh, Incorruptibles Corporation on the Dust side and a member of the same corporation on the Eve side. And I, too, will be going to see Deadpool uh, this weekend. You're a true renaissance man. Pokey. Uh, Pokey Draven, OSG Planetary Operations. I'm co-host here on the show, and I write for the blog. All right. And notice he didn't say he's going to go see uh, Deadpool, so he's a communist. Uh, and my name is Jason Larson, and I am the uh, one of the hosts here at uh, Biomast. And I am certainly going to be seeing Deadpool at its opening for valentine's day with my wife because she thinks it's a romantic comedy with ryan reynolds we'll see how that goes for me so uh without further ado uh let's let's go ahead and kind of kick it off uh i'm going to toss this over to zell a little bit to kind of talk a little bit about the announcement itself uh kind of it is a very curt uh post that we got from ccp frame one of the community managers that was posted uh for the uh for the community that sort of dropped a bomb I'll, I'll, i say dropped a bomb but it was Definitely something that everybody was was assuming at some point down the road was going to happen. I think they were just a little surprised at the timeline. So without further ado, Zell, former CPM member, let us know how it went down. All right. So, um, you know, the big thing is that uh, this is just, you know, a couple of days into February and they've announced they are going to shut off the servers on May 30th. So that gives us uh, just slightly under four months um, to wrap up the game. They also, um, the... Uh, I, what I presume was the security patch, quote unquote, the very vague little minor patch that went out. Um, I assume that was to be able to to um, initiate the shutdown of the uh, payment system because they they turned off uh, Orem purchases and and all of the packages in the in the uh, PSN store at the same time. So on the bright side, um, we they are not collecting money uh, right before the game so uh, closes. So uh, you know now that we know it's closing, they're not taking money. They're this is just, you know, for us to enjoy the rest of it um, while it's still here. Um, and But on the other side, I I would have liked to see six to eight months of, of notice um, ahead of time. I was really hoping, you know, I, I knew that this had to be coming at some point. I was hoping that 1.3 was going to be kind of the, um, the end cap to the game, that they would release 1.3 and announce this is how many months we've got left. Um, 
I think Ritati said something to the effect that, you know, it was it was worked on for, you know, and heavily worked on, but it really just didn't get into the state, up to the state that it, it, it could, that he felt like it could be released um, in the time that they had to work with. Um, but the, the biggest thing that I wanted to, to bring up is that I've seen a lot of players who um, have expressed various emotions, um, including anger at CCP. And, and I understand, um, but the, the biggest thing that I want to put into perspective for people here is that in 2014, two full years ago, CCP announced that this game was effectively being replaced by a PC game two years ago. And we're still here. Ratati came in and he gave us two more years. I think it was what that was that was five patches, five hotfix releases on top of that. Um, we got a ton of crud on our zombie game. Our zombie game lived a long freaking time for a PS3 game after the you know after the release of the PS4. And there's not PSN itself will not be online for that much longer on the PS3. There literally it will literally be impossible to play online games on the PS3 after probably a year. Um, so I just wanted to say that I, CCP did a heroic job bringing this game back to life for us for the time that they did. Um, and I, I look forward to seeing what they come up with next. Well, you know, I, I, I will have to echo a little bit of what Zell said is that, you know, clearly this was not a surprise that this was coming, uh, in, in some form or fashion. Now, as I was sitting here thinking through it, uh, Zell did a really good job of laying kind of out, laying out sort of the the prehistory timeline of how all this kind of goes down in 2014 at FanFest when they announced uh, Eve, the thing that was Eve Legion, which is kind of no more. Uh, that was going to be the replacement for Dust 514. I, I suspect that there are probably a lot of people playing right now. Not that there's a lot of people playing generally, but. Uh, that may not have this. I mean, generally everybody in this room ha- was here, like I think maybe all the way from beta up. So you know, like five years of investment in the game, you know, or more, uh, and probably awareness of the game for even longer, maybe. So wasn't bait like five when when the game was in beta? <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> he was still using sippy cups, but the. Um, the 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 there there is some reality that that a lot of the people that I, I this I don't know who you saw and I, I'm absolutely one hundred percent confident there's gonna be some that there have been some dramatic reactions to this one way or the other. Um, I do think that there's probably a good chance that a fair amount of the people reacting like that maybe really didn't haven't gone through the ups and downs with this game like some of us have though. So it might be a little bit different perspective on uh, you know, on, on how this went down. Now, the one thing I will say about this is that uh, there's no good way to ever announce this. Well, there's better ways to announce it. Okay. Uh, at some point, you just got to come out and say, hey, here's the day the servers are, are turning off, guys. This is what it, this is, it is what it is. Um, and that's okay. And, and a lot of game, pretty much almost every game will do that at some point. There's very few games that are still going that haven't turned off since the, you know, beyond their, their originally expected lifetime. So, this I will I will offer this. Uh, I do not disagree with anything Zell said. I think he's one hundred percent accurate in what he just laid out. That CCP, or or let me let me put it this way: people, some people within CCP, are owed Good at call. least some respect in terms of keeping the game alive, mostly because of how the original announcement in twenty fourteen went down. I think um, so. There was probably literally a handful of people inside of one studio at CCP. Um, that probably were really the people rowing the boat 
the whole way for this thing. Uh, but CCP writ large as a company, the owner of the property property and the manager of the property, uh, I would say generally true to form, they have some of the worst customer communications I have ever seen almost in any, any industry. Um, and, and kind of the way this came out and frames a good dude, by the way, he, he is not, he, he is not, uh, you know, an asshole by any stretch. He had a very curt and probably a very well-examined post, you know, probably by folks maybe up at corporate anyway that announced, "Hey, this game is no more. We're gonna we we hope to replace it with a uh, with a PC offering at some point, and we're gonna tell you more at FanFest maybe." So, I, I I throw no rocks at, at Frame, not not a single one. Uh, I do, however, take issue with the the general way that things are communicated because there was a lot of discussion and talk about 1.3. Uh, and there was a, there was, I think a lot of people, I, I think Zell, you're right. I think a lot of people were, were kind of under the impression that 1.3 was sort of the, the last thing, you know, for, for, uh, for dust, I suspect. Uh, but you know, they, they, they sort of slipped it in on you and just now there's no 1.3. We're just calling it quits in May. So it's, it is what it is. Like I said, not unexpected, but, probably could have been handled better. Uh, and I can only hope that they, they give a little bit of a send off, but that would probably require time and effort uh, in terms of, you know, something in game. Uh, but I think that would require some time and effort that they're probably not going to put into it. It'll probably just die a quiet death on the 30th of May instead of going out with a bang. Yeah. I was really hoping that 1.3 would be the last, um, uh, or at least one of the last patches, but I guess not. Well, and I mean, PM spoke of 1.3 being worked on for, for quite a while, and then they kind of stopped talking about it. So I'm guessing that, you know, like you said, that Rattati very much wanted to release that. And I think that the, the key figures at, at Shanghai wanted to release that. And for whatever reason, it just, they weren't able to put the resources they needed into it, and it just wasn't ready. So, I mean, that's <clears throat> that's kind of an issue that, that I tend to have with a lot of people getting angry with CCP, is that they, they direct the attention, the, the anger at the wrong people. I think, like you said, there are key figures that definitely made this happen. They pretty much resurrected the game from the brink of death. I mean, post-FanFest post in 14, I basically gave the game six months to live, given the the nature of the, the, the player base and kind of what they were saying about support. Like, it was just going to kind of slowly die off, and it, it definitely got a revival. So it's unfortunate when the actions of the company as a whole... Um, make the devs who actually probably legitimately care and want to do the right thing look bad because they're not the ones you point the finger at, unfortunately, but because they're, you know, uh, front and foremost, they, they tend to get a lot of that, that, uh, that flag. I am curious to know what Rattati was hoping to put in, um, in 1.3. They can't talk about that. Can they? They probably won't want to, I'm okay. guessing, because people will just be like, oh, man, I really wish you'd have had that. It might be better just to say oh, nothing at all, you yeah. know. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Hmm. Well, you know, like I said, uh, there, there is some, you know, there, there's also some forward-facing news in this, and that they reaffirmed their desire to move to a PC platform. And, and I think what that also did is it sort of reinvigorated some of the uh, – the original frustrations from the 2014 FanFest annou- announcement, uh, since as I read it in, uh, I was scanning the forums earlier today just to kind of refresh myself on, on kind of some of the things going on over there. And what what I noticed was uh, kind of a, 
a general trend and it was really from guys that were around, you know, like people that we would recognize that were around during FanFest that it sort of, you know, brought back to life that, uh, that really sore point about how the game was sort of built on the backs of console players and all the lessons that they learned and all the game and all the things that we had wanted the game to be and probably invested a lot of time into it were going to be carried away to a, to the PC platform uh, with, you know, no relief in sight for all the people that, that effectively supported like the world's longest beta other than fucking Google. Uh, so that was, that was, I think one thing that I, I did see boil over a little bit. I, I did see a little bit of what you were talking about in Zell, like kind of the, like, CCP, you hosed this, but I, I, I think I, I may, I may be caught. And it was, I was really looking for names I recognized on the forum, so it's probably why. But I caught a little bit more of the, uh, the resurgence of the, like, you know, a little bit of the, the console betrayal thing, and a little bit of the, uh, boy, you guys sure don't know how to do any kind of thing with customers very well, do you? Oh my bad. Who been, who been talking to me the last five years? Uh, that's like like I said, just a just an observation. I mean, I saw people suggest talking about, and this is again like you know, a bit of Facebook and Google Plus, like you know they're killing killing our game, and I'm like, but it, it's it's a PS3 game, and it's it's 2016, and it was gonna get. I mean, I the 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 desire to have it on the PS4 is perfectly valid. Um, when people act like it's a problem that it's no longer gonna be on the PlayStation 3. That I find a bit more questionable, to be honest, because, I mean, I, I do feel for, for certain communities. I know um, in uh, South America, I think they literally the PS3 is like a new console for them and all the online games are shutting down. Um, but, it you know, it's 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 got to be profitable for CCP to run it. And my assumption is, and I, I don't know this because I haven't been on the CPM, but my, my assumption is, is for them to have decided that they're going to shut down the game and announce a date that it is no longer supporting its weight in, in the cost to run it because that's, I mean, that that's always been, does the, you know, is it, it it's a business should have bought more skins. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I guess I didn't do my part and buy the overpriced skins. This is the sad part is they probably could have sold more if they were a little more reasonable, but I, I, I think, yes. you know, I, I, I think that the general feel that I got from the forums kind of mirrors what I have is that it's going to PC, which really sucks but people kind of get it and they understand that it it certainly can't stay on the ps3 i mean there's some that like you said are, are arguing to stay on the ps3 which is kind of Insane. absurd yeah i mean you can maybe argue i wanted it for a few more months sure but i mean come on like like you said it's, it's going to be shut off like all of ps3 online is going to be shut off in like a year so that's that's dumb and i mean it, it kind of comes down to the business decision and we knew this like you said two years ago that they were going to make the choice that made the most sense financially for the company which it sucks for the the console players absolutely and it's it's completely understandable that people are upset but i think majority of people weren't that surprised they just kind of knew it was coming they were hoping that hey maybe our outrage two years ago might spur a, a ps4 version but when they said pc everyone went, well okay yeah you know we, we kind of saw it coming and oh and, and the, i feel like i should add and you i think you were there for this you remember this is um there were people blaming the cpm for this don't oh, blame yeah. the C don't blame the CPM for this. Anyone listening? Um, CPM zero. There were players on CPM zero that made the case for PS4. There were people on CPM one that made the case for PS4. I guarantee you, there were people on CPM two that made the case for PS4. CPM has presented the case, 
But I honestly, I think as of 2014, I don't. I I honestly, I don't think CCP had any other consideration except PC first. I mean, if if they release this thing for the PC and it's a wild success, and someone's like, "Hey, we could totally, you know, make this also on the PlayStation," you know, that might happen. I don't know. Um, but it's I I think for them, I I don't think it was really on the table. Would be my guess. Um, after after the whole um, Eve Legion thing, because. They can get a, they can get a you know a, a room of cheering fans at uh, at FanFest when they announce it. Uh, I'm actually mild. I'll be frank with you. I'm I was a little bit more in the camp that they were going to uh, just tuck you know like tuck dust down and you know just once once everything kind of went out they were just going to kind of let it quietly quietly go away then revisit the idea in a couple of years. I didn't think they would try to kind of pick right back up with the. Yes, we're still building something. Discussion, uh, because what it what it basically tells me is they're going to talk a little bit about this at FanFest, but not for a hot minute, enough to get the the, the cheering crowd of neckbeards, as as Zell said. Um, but I suspect we're going to hear like not much, like for a long time. And, and if people remember, like video games don't get built overnight. Like they don't get built in six months. They don't get built in a year. They get built over a generally a pretty long time, uh, or a surprisingly long time. Let me put it that way. Uh, particularly when you're talking about building something from the ground up. If you're talking about iterating on something like the 27th version of Madden, it's probably a little different. Oh, by the way, they've got like 700 people working on that thing. Um, whereas something like this, you know, creating a a first person shooter that has a lot of other components and elements into it uh, that has to be at least somewhat competitive in a fairly crowded first-person shooter PC market. You know, uh, that that is not something that you just magic up. They so, do have a lot to work with already, though. They I mean, do. No, that they is have, fair. It, it, the, the, the big thing is all, all the art is... is any any dart, dust art asset, I we you know people have shown like super high quality images of that stuff. When you design art for a game, you go way overboard and then you scale it back to what you need. So there's a lot of stuff like that. They've got obviously tons you know years of experience with with balancing it and the different mechanics that they can work with. Yeah. I mean, art, art was never the problem with this game. Yeah, that, I mean that was one of the few things they got right. I'm it just was saying they're, like they're, how shit worked. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're building something new new, but they're they're not they're not starting from ground zero. They have and they they obviously they're not st- they did not start working this week. No, no, I'm with you. I, I'm totally on board with that. Uh, it just like I said, I, I just I would caution people because I see a lot of I, I also see a lot of positive discussion on the forums about wow, I need the specs so I can rush out and buy my gaming PC and all this kind of jazz. Hey. Y- you're you're gonna it's gonna be yeah, a while wait, before you wait. get into that. Uh, I think that there's literally a a thought that some people are going to like at FanFest they're going to announce like a third quarter seventeen you know release date or some shit like that. There is no way that's happening. Yeah, I saw a post where a guy was expecting to get like alpha like demo at FanFest and then a beta like two months later. I was like, I <laughs> no. I don't want to pissing your Cheerios here, but that's not going to happen. Like, they're they're definitely not that far along. I mean, even Frame says it's it's in early development, which means they're probably working on, like, the base engine, and that's it. Like, it's probably not even a game yet. It's probably, you know, like, Unreal 4's running around in the level and, and making sure your, your gun fires straight sort of thing. Like, you know, keep your expectations in check. It's, it's going to be a while. And don't buy a PC because stuff gets cheaper 
actually pretty quickly over time. And PCs change. Yeah, so wait longer because you can get a better PC for the same price probably by the time the game actually drops. Yeah, I I mean, this is one of these things where I I would caution anybody, generally, trust me, I'm a big gaming fan. I have, you know, probably, you know, a a fairly healthy share of disposable income. Uh, But, like, don't go buy a gaming system for one game. (laughs) Like, particularly not one that's even out yet. I'm, I'm... I'm just going to go out and say it. I bought my PS3 for Dust, and it was working. Right. I was but, about to say, are you a Dust user telling me not to buy a console no, for I, one game? I mean, what, what I'm telling no you, way. that's what I did. That is normally not a safe financial choice yeah. well, for mean, anybody. Yeah. The other thing is, when you're talking about a CCP game that hasn't come out yet, there is no assurance exactly. that it will come out. I, I think that's that's honestly the the biggest thing that I'm kind of like I'm I'm so nonplussed about the the announcement is one I, like. As you said, Zell, we knew from two years ago that this thing was, this is how this is going to end. But really, it was, it's more along the lines of, I will believe nothing that anybody who speaks to me with the title CCP whatever, you know, in front of their name, uh, I will believe none of that until I physically lay my eyes and my hands on it. Uh, well, I, was, I was definitely hoping for more. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, CCP's said time and time again we're not going to announce anything until we're sure and then we're sh- we're we're announcing it but there's still not a lot there to go on and i i really wish they'd shared more i i mean they're doing the whole i and i th- i think this is one of those things they they want to announce things at fanfest and and we know that yep. what they did right here which is what they did wrong in 2014 was you get the bad news out first we all know you know it's it's we have the, the end date of the game, the, the statement that the next game is going to be on PC. That's all out there. People, Dust Fanatics on PS3s know not to go to FanFest. Not that they were going to anyways, but now they know for sure. And then now they can get their, their cheers and crowds when they announce um, in, at, you know, at FanFest. And I'm, I'm, that's, that's what they should have done before. It's what they did this time. It's better than what it was before. It could have been better even, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got to give... Yeah, because you just know that their marketing department was itching to do this thing. All of the, they didn't want to say anything about it until FanFest. And, oh and God, I, yes! Like you know, they were dying for it. And whoever fought CPM, Vratati, Frame, whoever made it happen, where they got that announcement out, you know, three months in advance, like that was mad props to them because you know that they had to go through a bunch of very thick skulls to finally convince marketing to let them do this announcement now instead of in April. Yeah, well, I think I think I would suspect that what they probably did is they said, "Okay, so you want me to get on the live stage and tell people in 30 days we're shutting your shit off." Peace out, console players. That would, you know, to a certain degree, if you're, you know, from a very cold standpoint, it's like you don't really have to talk to those people anymore. Once you do that, you can just, hey, Roger, just leave the thing, let leave the servers on. You know, it, don't check it unless it's smoking. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, you could probably do that, and it really wouldn't surprise me in some way if CCP would actually do that. I think the only thing that probably uh, that probably got the announcement out is very much like Pokey said is probably guys like I would suspect like Rouge and Rattati making a very good case that hey, it it will it would mar an, an otherwise very positive fan fest event if you yet again like shanked a bunch of players you know even 
particularly a group that you'd already clubbed once, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I, I suspect there was a little bit of the, that argument that went on. They weren't dead enough the first time? Okay. We'll give them again. Yeah. So now I do have an, here's, you know, Drax Prime, who's kind of a, uh, he, he's sort of a uh, internet uh, game media guy himself. He's, he was also a big Dust player, uh, interestingly enough. He posted this up. Uh, he's like, hey, just for your consideration, three job offer- offerings uh, open right now. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting. One one of them is for a super quote super skilled 3D character animator to build out visual direction for our new games project. Go on to talk a lot of, a lot of things about what I think sounds sort of like first person shootery. And then the next one is the one I found more more interesting. CCP is looking for a senior producer to lead a new project. This position will lead overall development and will report to the SVP of product development. The senior producer is responsible for the overall success of the project. The senior producer will need to build and lead strong teams of senior people in order to develop, communicate, and execute the creative vision and business plans they create. <laughs> Who would you say so, is the senior producer of Dust? I want to. It's I wanna, Rouge, uh, Rouge, right? I want to interrupt no. this. I want to interrupt this really no? quick. Um, because, so, yeah, so I would say, so uh, I think Rouge is like technically the executive producer still. He's also like in charge of the whole studio, though, and Ritati has a lot of of kind of leeway. But he, he, um, I don't know if this was in whatever he posted. Um, but uh, none of those positions are for Shanghai, because I'm I'm on CCP's careers page. The 3D character animator is for Iceland. Yeah, the, the UI senior, one's for Iceland. The UI's for Iceland. The senior artist is for Iceland. The senior producer is for Iceland, and then they have a, a Valkyrie QA analyst. And a senior producer in London, which is weird, because I didn't think they ran any games out of London. No, but no. they have an office there. They have that an office there does to, something. that runs Tranquility. Tranquility is actually in London. Oh. But um, I don't think they run a game there yet. They might be now. Dun, um, dun, dun. Yeah, I mean, it says a new project. It doesn't even specify... Well, it does say responsibilities include de- deliver a high-quality game. So I guess that does have to be a game by definition. You know the other games you're working on? Um, no, and if I did, I couldn't tell you because I'd get shot. But um, I, there, none of this is for for Shanghai though, and and so um, that would be unless I, I wouldn't. You know, CCP's always working on crazy stuff though. I mean, they could be doing some of the. Yeah, it's gotta be a VR thing, dude. It's gotta be Hilmar and his probably VR. Probably a safe then. It's gotta sure. be a VR thing, okay? And it's not in Shanghai, so it's probably not at all related to our beloved game. Yeah, Unless sure. CCP are doing are planning on doing something to the Shanghai office and bringing everybody back to Iceland, that's no, that's no, crazy no, talk. No, they happen. wouldn't they wouldn't do that. But what the, what they can do is you can put people in different places, and it wouldn't surprise me if. Yeah, I mean it's it's not uncommon to have like you know different echelons of management strung over different studios either. Well, if that's the case, it'd be easier to keep a uh, a leash on the. Uh, that was the new game that was, producer. That, that is the other component of it. If you really want to do that, then the guy that is effectively running it, it like for example, you might have a guy like Ritati who runs the day to day of everything going on, but the person who's actually in charge of the game might be somebody in Iceland, not in Hong Kong, Shanghai, <laughs> whatever. Well, just to go back uh, to backtrack a little bit, I had some things I wanted to say. I don't think it makes a a lot of sense for CCP to put the game on the PS4, um, either at launch or eventually. 
um, PS4 came out in about twenty in in, in twenty thirteen, and it's twenty sixteen right now. If they want to get a ten year life cycle out of the consoles, then if it takes what two so, years to get the game, you know, made to launch, that's so PS five. Uh, well, here's well, here's their problem. Like, they, like they're they're what they're doing is they're sidestepping that whole problem because they can't figure out how to iterate the game fast enough or, or put enough resources in it to to actually do so. They're skipping that and they're moving to the PC, which does not have that same problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, because yeah, for the record, release for a new PlayStation, other, yeah, hundreds of other game companies do quite well figuring it out for consoles, right? <laughs> <laughs> but for a lot of those, there's no need for a persistence between them. I mean, bear in mind, no. the top, our top issue, our top complaint is how do we get our stuff and our time and our investment, what we put in on the PS3, how do we get that back or, or represented at least on the, on the PC or whatever future platform? That's not a concern a lot, of, a, a lot of games have. They just chuck in some new maps, maybe change up some stuff, use the same engine most of the time. And, and I think Call yep. of Duty's been using the same engine like eight times over by now. Um, and and just ship it out and you start over from you know level one on your new game and so for them to do a persistent game that's tied into tranquility and all of that on a, on a console it's hard because you're talking that they have to be prepared for a transition every five or six years well, but the crazy i mean the crazy thing though jake is they've clear they went way out of their way on the very few occasions that they spoke about you know whatever the thing that not dust would be how they were going to sever the ties between all of all of that, the rest of the persistent Eve universe. So everything you're talking about, like Mass Effect, has figured this shit out. Like, there's tons of games out there that have figured this out. Where if you have a save file on your fucking PS3, you plug in the new, you know, like you know, Bio Mass Effect Three or whatever, you start off I, at I generally say, with a certain level of character progression. I was amazed. I was amazed how well Mass Effect did game transitions with save files. Well, look at Dragon Age. Look I've at, even look done at how that works. I've even done um, like where games were bought on Steam, and so they're literally part of like the Steam apps folder. And then I, you know, Mass Effect Three was on Origin. It didn't care. It found it. They just, it was just such a such a, a ridiculously smooth um, you know connection between those games, and they they really nailed that. But I mean. For a server game, it's t- the other. You know, they're not CCP accounts; they're PSN accounts right now, and so that adds to the challenge too. Um, I mean, the, my biggest question is actually what what we're going to do with regards to forums because we have this community, and a lot of us would like to probably hang around to, to find out what's next and hopefully keep you know keep things going a bit. But I assume our PSN logins are going to go offline with Dust. Yeah, that's a good point. The thing with the PC release is it it really does make more sense financially because I mean let's let's be honest here they can claim that Dust was profitable but think about how many dudes were actually working on Dust like what was their cost to run and produce that game it it had to be pretty damn low which means that you know profits could still be very minimal and could still be considered profitable if you're you know have a trickle of cash coming in above your your output so. The the deal here is they've been flip flopping on this for two years. You know they've they've been kind of like, oh, we're doing it. Oh, we're not doing. It. We aren't really sure if we're going to do Legion. What's Legion? It's not a game. It is a game. And so by moving to PC, what you have is that I guarantee you they stick an e, a new Eden FPS on PC. Ninety five percent of every single Eve player will at least download and try it out if it is free or or whatever. They they have a guaranteed 
uh, burst of income if this thing goes to PC. So if this thing's limping along and they have to convince their board of directors, their investors that, hey, you know, we can actually pull this off, but they don't want to put a lot of money in the line to, you know, get it going. They can basically use the EVE players as a, an injection of, of capital to get this thing going off the ground, and that's how they're going to try to jumpstart this thing. You move to PS4, you might attract some new people, sure, but you're basically working with the same people you already have playing the game, and we know that's not a lot of them. They go to PC, they know exactly how many people are going to try it out. They've got a much safer, better guarantee of actually making money off of it. Very true. And I mean, that's that's the thing with the console. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's for those of you who you know don't have a PC or have no intention of buying a PC. I mean, Zell mentioned before about the CPM getting blamed for this. Bear in mind, some of the CPM don't have a PC, so they wouldn't <laughs> encourage CCP to go with a PC. Yep. But you know, Z- it happens. So Zarya outright said she will not be playing on on a PC. That's just the way it goes right. for her. Mm-hmm. And so it sucks, but again, they're going to make the business decision that's that's going to make sense for the company because you know they want to make money, and that's that's what companies do. So it's it's really shitty that it did kind of happen this way, and it, it, it does suck. But at the same time, it does make sense business wise for them to kind of go this direction. So you know, take that for what you will. Yeah, I and I. I will generally not uh, throw rocks at a company for making a business decision that, that they truly believe is that's the move that they need to make. I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, that's their livelihood. That's what they're working on. It's just when you get into the, um, you know, the, the old saw of, it, you know, is this a game or is it a service? How does this work? Uh, what, what should a customer relationship be with a company that puts out? So, you know, it goes back to that that sort of discussion about what level of communication do you have with your customers. Um, so, I, I'm with you, Pokey. I, I think it does make a lot of sense for them to go to PC. However, um, I think it it is just nail after nail in the coffin of how not smart they have been in terms of um, the mechanics of laying these games out. They've got incredible creative vision. One thing CCP clearly can do better than most is lay out a creative vision. What they do not do very well is communicate it or turn it into reality. They don't deliver that vision. Exactly. And, and that, and that's, and when people, you know, when I, I literally had a guy the other day who's like, Oh man, I'm playing world of tanks. There's actually a surprising number of dust people making their way onto world of tanks. Um, Quite a few names you guys would probably recognize, actually, like big names you know, from days past that you guys would recognize. And the guy was like, hey, are you, you know, I heard that Dust is shutting down and, and they're moving to PC finally. Are you going to, are you going to play on PC? And this, this dude's like, I don't trust them to ever put another game out. It's like, the only thing that you can honestly believe they're going to do is Eve because it's already out. And that's the only thing that, that that's really what holds their ship together. Uh, and then the Valkyrie thing and then. You know, his he was more kind of in the camp that you are zealot. Valkyrie's probably going to be incredible, but w- like, what's the rest of Oculus going to? You know, what's the rest of the VR world if all it is is that one game that's worth a shit? So, it it was kind of interesting listening to how people are talking about it. But I, I can't make a customer decision. Or let me this way: I have made a customer decision that I'm not going to support CCP products. You know unless they dramatically show something different than what, what they've been showing. That's Eve. That's Valkyrie. That's, you know, that's not dust, whatever the thing that's going to be dust, but not dust. 
I like totally get. Shit. I totally do Valkyrie. I, I'm just not going to pay six hundred dollars for an Oculus Rift. You know, I think you're spot on, Jay. It's it's their their vision is great, but the way they handle their their customers is is just terrible. I mean, even the silence we saw just recently, until up until this point when they made the announcement of you know six months or something like that of, of basically nothing, it's like, come on, are you serious? <laughs> it's it's absolutely ridiculous that whoever's making that call is allowed to make that call. You know. Yeah. And so I tell people, approach this new project. It's fine to be excited about it, but keep very, very conservative um, expectations about if and when it's going to happen and if it's going to be a, a quality product, you know. Oh, man, you're right. And, you know, I tell you what I find humorous about this is that if you go back and you look at like the announcement of Rouge being hired, uh, that one of the things he said is that he was so glad to be working at a, at a company that didn't treat its customers like shit. Oh yeah, remember that? you remember that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if you actually go back and watch um, the the Legion announcement, it's painful. The stuff he says, like, oh yeah, we're we're all about the customers. You know, we're going to be super open and, and communicate everything to you guys. Like, it, it basically was, I'm going to tell you everything and then do the exact opposite for the next two years. Like, that's basically what happened. It was painful to watch it again after you know all this time. I, I kind of had forgotten how ridiculously opposite it was of what actually happened. I would just say that I I, I think that I, I think that JC has at least been um, very honest about what he thinks is going to happen, and I think that he's probably hit more pushback than he expected on on you know I um and I I think that a lot of that was very far from what like what came out there was very far from what he had expected to see. Yeah, let me be clear that I'm not necessarily blaming JC for what followed i mean he could have been very honest in saying that and was not allowed to actually follow up and do what he wanted to do so i mean that's that's entirely a possibility i but you know it's it's all kind of behind the the iron curtain so to speak and we we don't know who makes those calls but you know it, it's it, it's just it's crappy because you know i was talking about this earlier where you know you have some very legitimate people who actually genuinely care about their product about their customers and it's typically the developers that are actually you know, on the ground, making stuff happen, rowing the boat, so to speak. And then you've got the people upstairs that are, you know, basically preventing them from, from doing what they really want to do. And it's it's really unfortunate because you have a lot of talent and a lot of passion there. And then for some reason, it's, you know, cut off or restricted or not allowed to, to do what it could do, which could be fantastic, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I like, it's 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 really tough having, you know, met some of these people and then you know, compare it with what the, the the public you know view has been based on things said on stage, and it's it's kind of hard to connect those two things and and see them for you know what's really going on there. Now, and and that's that is something I've I've tried to be pretty mindful of is like you know a lot of a, we we because we dealt with CCP on more than one occasion, and some of you guys have like actually met them. You know, they're they're all humans, and uh, Hans and I were talking about this one time. We were having lunch, and um, Hans Jaeger Blitzen, old CPM Zero guy, he'd been around for a long time uh, in Eve and in in Dust and several other games. We were, we were eating lunch, and we were kind of talking about it. We were, we were sort of joking, it's like you know, for all the all the internet poo that people throw at developers, very few people get up in the morning and show up to work, and they're not trying to do their best. Now that being said, there's clearly um, 
there's good studios, bad studios. There's good devs, bad devs, good people, bad people, you know, or people that are competent. You could be, you could be a nice guy, but not be competent either. Uh, that's something to, to also be kind of mindful of. So I, I don't think there's the, the animus that people were throwing at JC necessarily was uh, entirely warranted. However, he is the face or he is slash was the face of the game and the announcement. You have to own that. Like he is, he is in charge of it. He has to own that. Uh, no matter how the message was stilted or shaped or, you know, uh, worked on the margins by when it was originally announced in 2014, he has to own that those words came out of his mouth. Uh, he also has to own that no words came out of his mouth for like fucking 18 months. You know, so that that's that is equally important too. Uh, so that's just one of those things. It, it ain't evil, it, but it is what it is. And like I said, he's the few times you do catch him uh, where he speaks or something like that. You see him in, uh, like uh, read a, an interview with him. He seems like a fairly straight shooting guy that really does want to put out a good product. And I don't think anybody would think that he doesn't. I mean, CCP doesn't hire people just to sabotage themselves. They made bad choices originally in terms of how they set up the architecture for the game, like literally the, the human organization that was putting the game together. They made some bad choices. Uh, Reverend CCP Gian, throwing that out there, the original uh, executive producer. But the, what the, what they ultimately lived with was a little bit of hubris, a lot of I don't know what I'm getting into and some really bad leadership choices because what they did is they put people in charge in in an area that they had no eyes and common control over so they moved the studio so the studios in in hong kong and i'm sure there's plenty of communication between there and iceland but the day-to-day activities simply weren't happening or they were there was zero focus to them and they also didn't have a trusted agent that they could physically engage with to understand what was happening. So by the time they all understood that the shit was off the rails and they weren't going to get it back, you have what you have now five years later. But I digress. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a a lot of really poor decisions and, you know, like this is my balance optimism speaking here, but, you know, seeing what Rattati and and that group has, has done with a game that was basically on death's door and actually, you know, while they had limited things they could work with and they were under a lot of constraints, actually managed to, to do some really solid work. If that same group is actually pushing forward with a new project, I think you're going to see a lot better uh, infrastructure in terms of like people working on it, the, the kinds of control that are going to be needed, and, and you know, a proper infrastructure of, of human resources rather than the, the grease fire we had before. I mean, I, I think that a lot of those devs are just gone because it failed so epically. So you know, I I, I do hope that we can see more of what we have so far but under better circumstances now that, you know, the slate is kind of being wiped clean, you know, well, again, moving forward with very cautious optimism and, and trying to keep, you know, reasonable expectations. But, you know, I think that as things are now, from my perspective, at least, it's in a much better place than it was, you know, how many years ago that this whole thing started. Yep. No, I'm with you on that one. Um, so I guess just some general questions. Um, Anybody got any saved rounds on this one in terms of the announcement or maybe what it might mean or like still going forward in the future? I mean, I'm, I'm just, we could continue to, to beat, beat on this one for a while. I'm just, 
I'm not really sure what we're going to be able to do to advance the discussion. Um, yeah. Now, what I, what I would propose, though, is maybe here in the upcoming week or two, we get some of the old hands back or maybe have a, a little bit of the show dedicated to like sort of the community itself. Because I, I will say this, like Dust, for all of its challenge, challenges as an actual game, uh, and there were some things that got incredibly well, you know, it, it got really, really right. Uh, it developed a very, very strong, uh, tightly knit following that I've not really seen in a lot of other games. I can't explain to you why either, because it's, it's a fucking mediocre first-person shooter game at best. But it's developed an incredibly strong following. So I, I think maybe in a, what we want to do in a, a future show kind of uh, highlight some of the, you know, a little bit about the history of the community, kind of where it came from and, and maybe a little bit about where, uh, how people are kind of sticking together as they move into other games or look at other uh, gaming communities and venues. Uh, Cause I'm starting to see that, like I said, I mentioned it in world of tanks. I see uh, quite a few ancient exiles. That was a big clan in, uh, uh, Big Clan and Dust, or Corp and Dust, if you will. Uh, there's, they are, they actually have an Ancient Exiles, you know, clan in uh, World of Tanks that more than a few people are ducking into. Uh, ran into several people from the forums, uh, or that I've met in game in Dust in uh, World of Tanks and a couple other games. Quite a few, quite a few Dust players are very interested in the division, like whenever that goes live. So. I think there's things out there, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this kind of carries out. So maybe that could be a, what do you think about that as a future topic for a show guys? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, the, the CCP games that the community is what makes it great. You know, it, the, the games are okay, but the community is what makes it interesting. And I think that it's, it's important to see where things go moving forward, particularly since there is no clear successor right now to dust, you know, how things spread out and how people group together is going to be really interesting. And I think it'd be good to kind of get a, a bird's eye view of, of what's going on, especially if people are interested and, you know, they, they may not be that tightly connected with other dust players, but want to kind of stay together. We can kind of get some insight on, on where people are going and, and they can, you know, join in on the fun. Yeah, there's, there's, um, I, I definitely want to ask, you know, what, if, how much CCP intends to help with, uh, letting the community stick together through this process. I mean, I suppose that depends partially on how long their timeline is. Um, but I, I, <sighs> Um, there was actually, there was someone I talked to earlier this week who, who was talking about like a social network that's, um, kind of for players of CCP games. And, um, he was talking about possibly coming on in the future to talk about what he's been putting together. Um, but that's, I mean, that's going to be a big question is for us to find a place to, to kind of continue on as a community, even if the game that, that we came together over, um, you know, is, is ending because it is kind of a, it's a very unique community. There's very few communities that can say that they're, they're half and half people who would, who would rather play on PC and half that would rather play on console. Um, it's, it's like, it's a kind of a strange group and it's, it's unique. Um, you know, um, if you want, and, and any, any devs listening to this are going to hate me. Um, the Eve Valkyrie forums launched this week and they do not require that you be a, a have an account with a game to sign up. <laughs> You can just sign up and post. Um, it is a discourse forum, though. It does have some kind of auto-moderation capabilities in terms of new players and stuff, and you probably will get, like, bit if you fill the forums with, like, 
port dust to PS4 or something like that. But, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying there is a CCP forum that we can openly register on and, and participate. And I, I did check in briefly on the on the Valkyrie forums. It's like uh, forums.evalkyrie.com. Um, it's, it's radically different because um, Eve and Dust, of course, share the same forum software, more or less. And it's very tied to the same accounts people log in with, whereas... Um, the Valkyrie forums are just kind of there. It's it's like if I went and set up a forum and called it the you know the Valkyrie forums. You just put in your email and create a password, and there you go. Yep, uh, it's that's probably not a bad move on their part, just based on the you know the the base that they're trying to draw into that game. So, all right, well, guys, I unless you guys have anything else to talk about, I was going to recommend we kept probably wrap this one up, uh, and then we start looking at kind of some some discussions about uh, the community show uh, maybe afterwards. Now, one thing I did want to kind of talk about, you know, we haven't really, we've kind of known, like here on Biomass, like we have known this is coming for kind of a long time. Not the specific announcement, mind you, but we clearly understood that, you know, we stood the, the podcast up as a kind of a platform to engage primarily the, you know, the Dust and the Eve community writ large. So, over the course of the last several months, uh, we we are we like to think that we're we're not all that intelligent, but we're at least you know relatively swift on the uptake. So we clearly understood that things were going to be changing, and at some point, dust was simply not going to be a thing. And the best case was that there would be an, a, an announcement where there would be a bridging strategy to a game, which there's clearly not one now. Now, biomass the podcast clearly isn't going anywhere. Uh, and Jake and Zell and Bate and I have all talked about this a little bit, and we are going to continue to to put out stuff. We're going to continue to cover CCP games no matter what, even past the thirty uh, the thirty May date. That's not a problem. Uh, but what we will do is we'll probably continue to diversify the things that we talk about in terms of uh, the games or the structure uh, that that we kind of engage in here on the show, and some of the guests we've we've had on. Good example of that, some of the different spotlights you've, you've heard us do, or some of the guests when we brought in uh, our old buddy, the former artist, artist formerly known as CCP Saberwing, uh, who is now Saberwing WGA, working on World of Tanks. So there's some other things out there that we would like to do in terms of engaging uh, different folks. So rest, rest assured, we will we will be hanging with uh, Dust and then Not Dust, whatever the Not Dust is going to be as they continue to eke out news about that. We will certainly cover FanFest, uh, and we're and anything of of major import in the Eve world. We'll probably discuss at some point as well. So, it's not uh, uh, just no fear. We're not going anywhere, but we still have to figure out what exactly we're going to talk about every week. Which, and I will be frank with you, that's been one of my biggest beefs about Dust. Not shit to talk about for the last four months. Now we got something. Maybe not what we wanted, but we got something to talk about. But none of us are going to stop playing games, and none of us are going to stop watching movies. Exactly. We'll, we'll talk about what we do with both of those. That's a hundred percent on that, man. And and we'll we'll try and get you as much as much as we can about dust as well. Um, yep. As as long as we can we can eke something out, we'll find it. I think that is a very good way to describe that. Um, so on that note, I'm going to recommend that we go ahead and bounce into shoutouts, guys. Any objections? Let's do it. Solid. Pokey, you're up first, then. All right. Well, uh, kind of, I get to go first. So, you know, shout out to everyone in the Dust community, including the developers. I mean, this has been a wild ride. I mean, seriously, like this has been going on forever. I often look at myself and go, "Why the hell am I still doing this? Why are you all still doing this?" 
and have a John Wick moment of stop playing that damn game. But, you know, it's it's been awesome. You know, we're not quite done yet. You still got like three, four months. So that's that's cool. I'm, I have like 1.1 billion disc to burn, so it's going to be fun. But, uh, you know, shout out to you guys. You're awesome. Toxic, but awesome. And, uh, you know, it's I look forward to the future of wherever that may take us. So thanks, guys. All righty, Bate. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to um to everybody working on on Dust over at CCP Shanghai. Um I had a lot of fun with the game, met some really 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 amazing people. Um and I'm I'm thankful that, you know, Dust was that medium in which I can meet um such people. So um so yeah, shout out to them, shout out to uh to the Incorruptibles. Love playing with you guys on, you know, any game whether it be Dust or Eve or whatever. Um, and let's see. Oh, shout out to, uh, to the band Dream Theater for releasing, they released a, a new album, um, last week, I think, um, called The The Astonishing, I think is the name of it. It's pretty good, pretty good album. Highly recommend, uh, everybody go listen to that. Wait, you still there? Yes, did I cut out? A little bit. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to Dream Theater for releasing a new album called The Astonishing, I think it is. Good album. Highly recommend it. All right. Sounds good. And Zell. Yeah, I want to give my shout to the specific devs that I, I love and adore at CCP. Um, and they will continue to have my love and adoration even after this this game is closed. Um, and, and that is uh, CCP Rotati and CCP Frame. Um, CCP Aquahead, which we didn't get to talk to too much, because you know, through, through, through that Google Translate window, it gets a little tough. Um, but uh, he did a lot of work for us as well. Um, and uh, CCP Rouge, and uh, as, as well, and we haven't heard, you know, we, we don't hear from much on the dust side anymore, but uh, CCP Logic Bro did some, did some uh, really amazing work for us as well. All right. And uh, I guess my shout out for the evening will go to, uh, hmm, that's a good question. Who does my shout out for the, this is the first time I've been at a true loss for words in, in uh, I think, you're, 91 you're, shows. You're doing a me right now. Yeah, I'm actually pulling Zell. So uh, I would, I do not want to blindly fall fall out with a um, shout out to all the CCP bros and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, we we generally have a have a good good understanding of where we each sit uh, in terms of uh, with CCP or with the community. But I will say this um, to the people behind the CCP names, which those are real people with real names, by the way. Um, the the few of you that held on and actually supported the community, I do appreciate that personally. I would buy you a beer for real, um, and I think you I think you've done some good stuff. And what I hope is that after all of this is said and done, like legitimately, you guys are better at your craft in terms of the physical technical components of making the game, engaging with the player base. And then the sustainment of the game and the player base after it gets out on the street. I legitimately and truly wish that uh, that everybody that has been involved with Dust has taken something positive, you know, lessons learned away from it. I, I truly do. For the players, for everybody that that's played any kind of game, any game, Dust, whatever. Remember, it's a game. It is ultimately it is a form of entertainment. You may pay for it. You may not pay for it. You can pay a little. You can pay a lot. It really depends on the game or what you're personally willing to 
you know, to chime into it if it's got a, uh, you know, some sort of monetization model that scales. So at the end of the day, it's still a game. And then, you know, when you, when you're happy, remember some dude built this thing. You're like, I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to make all that shit on, on my, my big screen, do that stuff that the PlayStation makes it do. I have no idea. I can use it real well, but that's about the extent of it. So at least respect the, the work that they did. You may not like it, but some some dude, probably some group of dudes and dudettes slaved over that for a while to put out. Even the worst game in the, that you could possibly imagine, a.k.a. Godzilla that came out this last year for the PS4. Horrendous. Uh, it, there were some people that actually legitimately tried to tried their best to make that thing a good game, no matter what you think. Uh, it doesn't always mean they're good at it. So there's no free chicken with this. So shout out, uh, I guess, to all the people behind the game, not the CCP names, but the actual people that were legitimately working on this thing. Even the ones that we like love to throw rocks at, by the way, looking at you, Wolfman. Um, I legitimately hope that they that they have that they are better at their at their profession and their craft for it. And I hope that gamers have learned quite a bit about how games work and uh, and sometimes how they don't work. So. That is my shout out. And as we say here, good night and good luck.